Hello? Hey, Anthony. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. <laughs> what is up? Oh, not too much. Just enjoying the, you know, the sun. I was telling you, I was telling Eric, I was like, you tricked me into coming to sunny San Diego, but it's like been overcast for yeah. the past few weeks. I was like, what the heck? I was like, you tricked me. You totally tricked me. So yeah, just enjoying the sunshine today. I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you so much and welcome, welcome to my podcast, the Daily Grind Podcast. And I definitely wanted to make today's podcast kind of an interview, whether it be with you or, you know, kind of you, you and Eric, but I definitely wanted to get your segment because for me, today is my episode 100. So definitely a cool way for me to have that is interviewing you. So definitely want you to kind of introduce yourself and just kind of we'll go from there. Yeah, well, thank you so much. I feel so honored to be uh, number 100 on this podcast. Like, thank you. I'm honored, flattered. Um, my name is uh, Christy Higgs. Um, I'm originally from Idaho. I currently reside in uh, San Diego, California right now. Um, I'm, I'm an online uh, fitness trainer. Um, I do fitness modeling and yeah, own my own business and all that good stuff. That's awesome. And I was kind of going into that. I was kind of doing my research, of course, before we interviewed. And I definitely want to go into that subject. Um, what's the name of your kind of company that you have? My company is called Girl Hustle Mind and Muscle. Oh, I love it. I love it. And tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, absolutely. So I created Girl Hustle. Girl Hustle is a membership site, fitness app, whatever you want to call it. But basically, my idea behind Girl Hustle was to create a a fitness app where I store all of my information so girls can have access to all of the knowledge of personal trainers. I worked under the best in the industry. And my goal for my girls is to have confidence in what they're doing. And so what my idea behind Girl Hustle was to set up this membership site so they can go step by step and learn how to become their own trainer. So they don't have to rely on you know, coach after coach, they can, it sets them up how to learn how to do everything themselves. And what is uh, kind of, it's, I'm assuming like a monthly sub subscription in a sense? Um, it's actually not. I just have a one-time fee and it's lifetime access. So you can opt in once. I do have payment plans, but I don't offer subscriptions to this. Um, it's because my, my whole thing is you know, I'm into long-term relationships and I'm all about building relationships with my girls who opt into this. And so I have just always said, once you're in, you're in with, in for life. And I pride myself in having a business and a membership site and just a circle of women who are truly there to support each other because it's a lifelong journey, this whole health and fitness thing. And so I always just tell them like, once you're in with me, you're, you're in it for the long time. You're like, you're not getting rid of me. Like, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. What kind of got you, um, was there so much more in kind of your experience with fitness that kind of got you like, you know what? Cause I love that. You know, I definitely, I try to, you know, well, you know me, of course, being at working at 24 and it's something that kind of me and Eric talked about once where, you know, my goal is, yeah, I don't want you to always be with the trainer. I want you to educate yourself because that's kind of where I was. What kind of got your experience 
And that kind of made that click for you. Like, man, I wish I could have a platform where I can do that for people. Yeah, no, I, I love that question because when you get online and you see so many, you know, fitness influencers out there, there's so much information on the web. There's infomercials, there's the beach body thing. Like there's just, people are confronted every single day with very confusing and conflicting messages. Like I should do this or should I do keto or should I, you know? And I just decided that it was time that I needed to set something up where I trimmed the fluff, I cut out the BS and I got girls the answers that they had been needing. So instead of having them to have to do all the research themselves and figure out what's relevant, what's not relevant, is this gonna work, is this not gonna work? I, I put it all in there for them. And I have worked um, under, like I said, so, like some of the best fitness trainers in the fitness industry. And I learned that these, these trainers don't necessarily have like secret formulas. They all basically have, they're all basically giving similar information to their clients. And so basically what I did, I took the, the best of what I've learned through my experience and my own education, everything like that. And I just decided that I needed to give access to women in a place where they can trust the information and finally get results and actually maintain them and not be constantly in this yo-yoing cycle of wasting money on new products and weight loss schemes and you know whatever it is and so I just wanted to give them something transparent because I'm just kind of sick of the facade that I see every single day where it's constantly keeping women in such a confused state and that's why the fitness industry is a billion dollar industry in the weight loss industry and everything like that, they bank on, on people remaining stuck and not knowing what they're doing. And I'm just not about that because I truly feel like at the end of the day, confidence comes from knowledge and actually knowing, and I'm all about confidence. Like that's my whole mission with Girl Hustle is to just transform these women, not only physically, but internally in it. And it starts with building that confidence and trusting in themselves and what they're doing. I love that. How long, um, how many like variations was it something that you had to kind of, oh, you know, let me try, you know, this concept first. And then were you constantly getting feedback? Because I know like as a designer myself, um, when I first would do like websites for people before I made that live for them, I would always ask them, you know, give this to the most random people you don't know, have them navigate it. And if it makes sense to them, then we're good to go. You know, that's a really, really great question. So before I created Girl Hustle, I, I had a business called Christy Hicks Fitness and it was, you know, I did everything with like PDF files and Google Docs and all that kind of stuff. And they used to run transformation challenges and they were about five weeks long. And I would, so I, I've taught hundreds of women macros and I have what I call macro boot camp, and you go through the PDF files and the training and everything like that. And I always say at the start of all of them, I'm like, I would rather you ask than guess. So please let me know if you have any questions. And so I'll set, I would send that out mass to, you know, 20, 30 girls at a time for each challenge. And it would be crickets until their initial check-ins. And I'm like, well, I guess it's making sense because nobody's asking questions. Mm -hmm. And so basically I took that design and I put it into a membership site and I just 
really explained it and walked it step by step. So, so long as you don't skip steps, it's going to make a whole lot of sense. And that's why I always say with what I do, it's an investment in your education. And if you are not ready to unlearn and start learning the correct ways, like this isn't going to be for you because this isn't a short, this is truly a lifestyle change. And so to answer your question, as far as like how many times or how many versions of that did I have to do? I created it and it's just kind of evolved over time where I've, because I can see how far people go into the membership site. I can see how long they spend in the lessons and I can see if there's actual reoccurring questions within my Facebook community. I can be like, all right, did I not address this clearly enough or are they not going into the information deep enough. And so mm -hmm. based on that kind of data, I've been able to figure out, okay, this is what's really working. This is what I need to put more emphasis on. And, you know, they're not really using this. So I'm just going to take that away, that type of stuff. So I kind of go based on that and just kind of, if I see recurring questions and I'm like, all right, I need to address this a little bit more specifically. But other than that, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty OCD and I really, like to well think like real like the thought process before I ever launch any product or anything, let it go live. I try to go through it as if I knew nothing about health and fitness to see if it would make sense to me. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So that's kind of how I, how I developed it. That's awesome. Um, and kind of segueing into that, um, I know you were posting, and I love that we kind of set this up too, because I think it was yesterday, or I can't remember what day that you posted a little bit about yourself. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, these are more questions to ask. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, what happened, because um, I have a really good friend of mine, and his mom, I, I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but it was uh, Hashimoto's, I believe. Hashimoto's, yeah. Yes, Hashimoto's. Um, talk to me about that, because I do know, of course, but for everybody who doesn't know, because I know... I've run into members before I even knew what it was or friends and they were described. I'm like, I'm honestly, I don't know what that is. And then after, of course, dealing with that and actually doing the studies of it, I was definitely intrigued. I had no idea that was actual disease. And how has that kind of affected you and your everyday kind of balance? Oh, that is such a great, that's such a great question because Hashimoto's, it wasn't something I had ever heard of until, you know, about six months ago when I was diagnosed with it. And I'm, the unfortunate part today is that everybody, everybody thinks that if they're not getting results, they have a thyroid issue when really that's not the case. Typically it has to do with their method and their work ethic and that type of stuff. And so when I knew that I had something that truly internally going wrong was I know my body very, very well. And it was not responding in the ways that I knew it was supposed to. But not only was it not responding, I was extremely tired. I could sleep 10 plus hours and I would wake up not feeling like I slept. I was um, constantly cold. I rarely could feel my toes. It could be a hundred degrees in Texas when I was living in Texas and I was still cold and it, oh, wow. didn't, it didn't make sense. My, my joints were very inflamed. Um, I was just swollen all over and I had put on 15 pounds of just, you know, body fat and a lot of water and I just couldn't shake it. And I just felt awful. And so, um, after I had met Eric, um, 
and he he's also talked about his thyroid issues he was like you may you may have a thyroid issue i'm like no there's no way there's no way i'm not falling into that and but you know as, as time was going on and my my symptoms weren't improving I was like, yeah, there's got to be something internally up. And he was like, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, I would love a blood panel done. And so, um, so I got that done. I went to a natural path. That's the number one mistake that a lot of women do is that they go to an MD. And the mm -hmm. thing, the thing about MDs is that they cut corners when it comes to blood testing and a natural path is going to test everything. Like my blood work was like 20 pages long. It was insane. And the biggest thing is is that the extension of what he tested if i would have gone to an md an md would have tested my t3 my t4 and they would have been like you're fine it's all in your head mm -hmm. but because i went to a natural path he tested my antibody my thyroid antibody and it was off the charts and first glance my natural path he's like you have hashimoto's and i was like you like what is that is it fixable is it curable <laughs> and i was like what the heck is this and he was like absolutely we're gonna put you on a low dose of t3 and we're gonna check your blood work in a few months but let's just see how it goes and oh my goodness i'm telling you after a week or two of actually being on t3 my symptoms 100 percent improved i remember i was sitting on the couch and i was like eric i can feel my feet like I'm oh, warm. Awesome. Like, I was like, this is crazy. And so the more research that I did on it, um, Hashimoto's, it's an autoimmune, um, it's an autoimmune thing. And so, and it can be triggered by traumatic, um, events as far as the research on that I've, that I've read. And so I think that it was twofolded. I was an extreme uh, bikini competitor for, you know, about four years. And the last two years I went to nationals twice. And so I maintained an extremely low body fat for a really long time, which already puts so much stress on your body. But then I also went through a divorce. And so that was also very psychologically uh, stressful. And so I think between the combination of the two, it something just triggered because mm -hmm. within a a year i i went from having this really lean and athletic looking body to a body i didn't recognize at all mm -hmm. feeling looking everything and so i just knew something something was wrong so that's crazy oh my goodness yeah, it was crazy yeah. <laughs> it was crazy and i like spreading awareness because hashimoto's is one of the number one misdiagnosed thing and it's very common in women and that's why i tell anybody who asks me i'm like you need to go to a natural path don't go to an md because they will not test the right things the so. crazy thing about that yeah going into that you're when i read your post i was like wow i've you're the only person i think i've actually met who actually said they have Hashimoto's. um besides you know my friend's mother other than that, I've never heard it. I've never heard actually people getting diagnosed and actually going through that because she told me the exact same thing. And that's crazy to hear that. That um, That's why I love that you have something that teaches people that, you know, of course, not just going to a doctor. Of course, there's nothing wrong with getting a doctor's opinion. But I always try to tell people, you know, at the end of the day, I respect the doctor. But at the end of the day, it's just a really highly educated guess. Highly educated guess. Yeah, that unfortunately they don't know your body that well as as well as you do yeah absolutely and honestly the 
the more that I've gotten into fitness and, you know, sometimes I've gone into the doctor to talk about things. And the thing, <clears throat> I have a lot of respect for their knowledge, obviously. I mean, like their MDs, like I'm very, very grateful for them. But when mm -hmm. it comes to like fitness and wellness and that type of stuff, that's not really their realm of expertise. And so they, they're not really equipped to advise on a lot of symptoms that people who are, you know, very well versed in the fitness realm. And it's the, and I think the more, the, the more I've come to realize this is that I hear so many women come to me and they're like, well, my doctor said to just do keto. And I'm like, your doctor doesn't know what they're talking about. It's yeah. <laughs> like, they're just saying that because that's the fad right now. And they've seen some great weight loss results via keto, but I'm just like, keto was not designed for weight loss. Um, so, all right. Get back to me in a few months, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and we'll see if you're still on that, still on that train. So and it's yeah, it's it's so I love to hear that because especially working at 24, it's it's so funny. I have these debates with, of course, I have people who are doctors who are surgeons, and I love having those debates with them. I'm like, okay, cool. Do you actually live your actual lifestyle? And they're like, what do you mean? Like, well, you're in here for a trainer, so that kind of answers the question. Like, oh, I get what you mean. <laughs> well, well, and the interesting part is, is that even with registered dietitians, they typically their expertise is nutrition as far as related to diseases, whether it's diabetes mm -hmm. or whether what whether your situation. And I have had registered dietitians refer their clients to me to actually help them with transformation because that's not in their expertise. That's not what they teach. And so it's very, very interesting. And so I just kind of say, you know, you need to, I love this. I don't know if you listen to a lot of Tony Robbins, but he always, I do. I love him. Yeah. I love him too. And he always says is that if you want to be successful in whatever it is that you're doing, you need to find somebody who is successful in that area and you need to do what they are doing and you will most likely be successful. And so, and I love that because you know, a lot of, you know, trainers out there that have, or not even necessarily trainers, but women or men who have been able to achieve an incredible physique, or if they're CrossFitters or, you know, whatever, they may not have certifications. They may not have this and this and this, but they've got a lot of knowledge, like clearly they're doing something right. And so that is who I would take advice from over, you know, I see a lot of overweight trainers. I'm like, I wouldn't take advice from you. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. And it's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's baffling to me sometimes how that happens. Um, but kind of segueing back into everything, I know we got a little bit off topic, but going back into it, um, how did you meet Eric? This is something I didn't even ask him when I interviewed him. How'd you guys meet? Oh, that is such a great question. Um, it's, it's kind of a funny story because, uh, back in 2017, I was in LA and I was doing a photo shoot. So this was a couple years ago. And I, in between shoots, I was at a burger place called Oh My Burger. I was getting, you know, a burger while I was there, obviously. And there was a sign where they did food challenges and they're like, oh, follow us on social. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I looked them up and I started following them. And, you know, I didn't think much about it, but uh, maybe a month or two went by. And they posted this picture 
of this kid who was eating their burger challenge. And I was like, oh, who is this? I don't know who Eric the Electric is. And I was like, oh, cool. He's got a YouTube channel. And I was getting ready for more shoots around the Olympia time uh, that fall. And I was just like binge watching his YouTube videos when I was doing cardio and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the, uh, the next summer, um, I was going to be in the LA area. And I was like, I'm just going to take a long shot. And I had found, found like a shirt that had like one of his sayings that he says in his videos. And I sent him a picture of it and we kind of just started talking. I totally slid into his DMs. And <laughs> um, he was like, if you're ever going to be in the LA area, like I'd love to do a food challenge with you. And a couple weeks later, I was like, I'm just going to, we'll just see. So I sent him a message. I was like, be in the LA area would you still want to do a food challenge she was like uh yeah I do and it just kind of that's how we met and I remember after we did we did that food challenge and um I, I clearly felt it like I was really just there to meet him and uh I remember I was on the phone with my mom later that day and I was like mom like we met, like our eyes met and I felt something and I was like, I don't know what it means, but I, I've got a feeling he's, he's going to change my life in some way. Like you're not really even knowing him. Like I just, I felt something that I had never felt before. And I had been married for seven years previously mm-hmm. and my divorce was final and everything like that before I met him. But I was just like, I've never felt anything like this before. Like it was crazy. It was really crazy. So. Oh, that's awesome. And girl, ain't nothing wrong with sliding the DM. That's how I met my wife. It's all good. <laughs> there you go. It's all good. It's a digital age. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah. So typically what I say, I'm like, guys, like girls, be persistent. Like, yeah. like keep sliding into their DMs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. That is funny. But um, what has been, since you're, of course, teaching people, and then getting to know Eric and, of course, him doing his challenges. Is that ever hard for you to balance? I know that was a question for me. When I found out that you guys were dating, I was like, I wonder how that is. Because I had questions. Like, do they balance in a good way? Does she do the food challenges? Like, how does that work for you? Was it uh, difficult at first? Uh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely love that question. The, the funny part about me and Eric is that we're, we're kind of an odd couple in what we do and preach for professions. But we're, we're such a perfect match. Um, at first, you know, seeing, you know, obviously like seeing those kind of foods and like being exposed to them. Yeah. It's like, it's really enticing and it can be really, it was really hard to like resist and that type of stuff. And I, like when I first met him, I probably put on like another five pounds cause we just like ate all the time. Uh, but it, <laughs> but it kind of gets to a point, um, before meeting him, I was just the type of person where I was like, it can't be in the house. I don't want to see it. If I see junk food, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But it's almost it's almost been really healthy for me being around Eric because I'm constantly exposed to it. I'm kind of desensitized to it where I can look at stuff and I'm like, it's not tempting to me at all anymore because it's around all the time. And I know what I feel like if I do eat it and you have to fail so many times to be like, it's not worth it. And then to me, it's just, you know, I, I like, I'm looking at a couple boxes of cereal right now and I'm just like, it's not even tempting to me. Like, <laughs> like it's just really not. So at the end of the day, it's, um, but I will say sometimes he does bring home food 
for his challenges. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that smells amazing. <laughs> smells amazing. But then after he gets done, he's, you know, feeling the way he feels. And I'm just like, you know what? I, you know, I'm glad it's you, not me. Cause I feel fine. <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny. I just kind of live vicariously through him. It was so funny when the first time I like actually introduced myself to Eric, I was telling him like, hey, man, I got his name wrong. I remember that. That was the first thing he corrected me. I was like, oh, it's actually this. I was like, oh, my bad, man. I didn't I didn't mean to. But I remember I would always see him at the gym I used to work at before. I was like, this guy looks so familiar. Like, I, I swear it's his YouTube guy because he has the same tan line. Like he's got everything going. Like it's him. It has to be him. And I just went up to him to talk to him. And yeah, and ever since then, I started talking to him and. It was so funny that I would do the exact same thing. So hearing your background of how you guys met and you would kind of binge watch, since I compete myself, I haven't competed in two years, I would do the exact same thing. I think it's so funny how that kind of intertwines in that way. Whereas, I don't know, for some reason, his videos, I showed my wife who he is, and <laughs> it, it was so funny. Like, how does he do that? I was like, I, I still don't know. I don't know how he does it. No, I will definitely say seeing it in real life is totally different than seeing it like on the screen. Like when we did our first challenge, I mean, like the burgers we did were massive. And there was just a point in the video where I was just watching him consume that. And I'm like, he's a freak. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is nuts. And I'll sit on the sidelines and I'll help him with some of his videos and still just like watching him. He did this cheesecake factory thing. And I was just like, sometimes I just like sit in fascination and I'm just like, where is it going? Yeah. Like, where <laughs> is this going? Like, it's so funny. It's so funny. Anyway, oh but yeah, he's, it's very, very enticing, but it's funny that yeah, same thing. For some reason, watching somebody eat a lot of food, it's just, it really helps when you're on a diet to just be like, oh, somebody's eating it for me. Yeah, I think that's why I kind of was on his video so much for that reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, same. Anytime I'm on prepper, like if I'm getting ready for something, I'm just, I'm watching Cake Boss on Netflix or I'm watching, um, you know, any sort of like baking competition or cooking food network, you know, whatever. I just love it. I just love it. So, and now that, now that I'm with him, I don't really use his YouTube videos for entertainment anymore. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I'm you're living it. Yeah, I'm living it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kristen. Well, definitely. I definitely, just like I told Eric, want to do a part two with you. Um, maybe next time I can have both you guys at the same time interviewing, but I definitely did want to interview you just to, of course, you know, see who you are. I definitely wanted to get to know you and see your kind of background. And I love that. And I love that you have such a great platform for not only yourself as a business owner, but somebody who's really making a difference. Because I see all the great things you're doing for females. And I love that. I love Then that's why I love to gravitate towards. And that's why I get along with Eric so well. I love people who really put in, just like my podcast, a daily grind kind of mindset. And definitely you and him have that great mindset. And I love being around people who have that really good energy. Um, and I definitely want to say thank you so much for coming on today's episode. Definitely episode 100 of the Daily Grind. And I definitely want you to, you know, put your two cents right now, girl. Put your plugs away, you know, where people can find you on Instagram, whether it be on the website, wherever it may be. Um, give that and then we'll definitely try to get another time together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. I know that me and Eric would love to do a part two. We've never interviewed together as a couple, so that would be so much fun. But yeah, if anybody wants to follow me on IG, you can find me um, 
at Christy Higgs, K-R-I-S-T-I-E-H-I-G-G-S. Um, if anybody is interested in uh, following up on what I do within my Girl Hustle uh, membership site, my business, it's www.girl-hustle.com. All right, Christy, thank you so much. I'll see you at the gym. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, we'll see you there. All right, bye-bye. Bye.